Stick Bible again, uh, continuing with uh, the work of the Holy Spirit and backing Dick's life through the years. I think I told you yesterday, sure did, that uh, I'd gone to Harrisonburg and gone up and down the valley looking. We felt God said we were supposed to go to the valley, or but not knowing where. with no sense of specific location to go to, just that we were supposed to go. <clears throat> and uh, I told you that Becky had just kind of had enough of not knowing with her family and all, uh, wives, women are very strong in nesting, I guess. She was desperate and sought the Lord, and he told her where we were to go, but he, she wouldn't tell me. She said I had to get it for myself, uh, and that she would be the confirmation. So I prayed hard for a couple weeks, and I kept thinking, oh, Lord, what if I pick one place and she's picked another? We're really going to be confused. Lord, help me. I was I was really, really serious. <laughs> and uh, finally, after about two weeks, <clears throat> I, I felt the Lord say, Harrisonburg. It, it would, I liked for it to have been stronger, <laughs> the way I felt, but I did feel that. And so I went to <clears throat> Becky and I said, Hon, I believe, and I tried to be really brave. I believe it's Harrisonburg. And she said, well, that's got exactly what God told me to. And in addition to that, uh, Nathan, I was a Rick, excuse me, Nathan, it's much later. Rick um, went out to her when she was hanging clothes on the clothesline and said, Mom, I've been praying, and I feel God says we're supposed to go to Harrisonburg. So we had two confirmations. We were, we were, we knew where we were to go. We were all excited. So Becky and I took a trip to Harrisonburg, and we got a realtor, uh, Donna Stone, sweet lady, and uh, she showed us around Harrisonburg, and we found a home on Elmwood Drive that we thought this would be perfect for the family. Nice neighborhood, Sunset Heights. And uh, so we we uh, we put a contract on the home, and we had to go back to Greenwood, of course. And uh, for and I told you the other day it was approaching graduation. Becky reminded me it wasn't approaching graduation. I had to graduate, and fortunately. Um, Davis and Floyd were happy with my work, so I was continuing to work, but uh, school was over. The parents were like, what are y'all going to do? Uh, our friends had finally released us, and so we knew where to go to Harrisonburg. We went back and uh, we put our house on the market, and uh, in a few days, I uh, had a contract. Um, I'm not sure how many, but it was really soon. We had over $10,000 in equity, 
So we knew we uh, could afford the home in Harrisonburg that we'd put a, a uh, contract on. So I called a banker and uh, to talk about loan, all that, and uh, I was really excited until he uh, he said, well, wh what will be your income? And I realized I don't have a job. <laughs> when I told him that, he hung up. And uh, reality set in, I guess. I was like, oh, God, what are you doing? Are you, you want me to go to Harrisonburg? I don't have a job. I don't have income. I have. I can't get a home. We can't sleep out of the back of my station wagon. There's five of us. Uh, how's this going to work? I was. I really got. I wouldn't say depressed, but I was discouraged. It was like. Um, How's this going to work? So anyway, I remembered that when I went to that retreat I told you about up in Windy Gap, I got the, the uh, list out of who was in attendance and their addresses, and there were two men from Harrisonburg. Uh, Winston Weaver Sr. and D.R.C. Davis Sr. So I wrote them and asked if they know of any jobs. Um, especially I told them I gave them my qualifications. And uh, one of them got back to me. Uh, they currently talked together, and they said they didn't know of anything. And it was like, how is this going to work? Um, I'll have to go look for something else in Harrisonburg. And then um, to make things more difficult, it seems like, uh, the church that we've been part of in Northern Virginia that time called Church of Northern Virginia and that's called Whole Word Fellowship. The pastor called me one Sunday afternoon. He said, uh, uh, we've been, the elders and I have been praying and the Lord said, you're not to take a secular job. You're to go there. God has, has so much for you to do that you don't have time to be working in engineering. Just go and minister. And he hung up. And it was like, how is this going to happen? And uh, got a phone call. Uh, how is this going to happen, Lord? And uh, I just said, Lord, you've got to make a way. We, we, I'm willing. We're willing. We'll do it. We'll do whatever you want. But we, we have, we can't make it work. You've got to make a way. And uh, I'll tell you how he did it tomorrow. But I want you to go on YouTube and look up Waymaker. It's a song. And Leland, whoever that is, they sing it. I want you to listen to it today. Waymaker. He is our waymaker. And uh, he made a way for us. And you'll see how he did it. But... Uh, so often he seems to be asking things of us that even when we are willing to do it we aren't able <laughs> Lord how can I do this you have to make a way and he made a way for us he'll make a way for you 
Go listen to that song. It'll stick in your head. And you'll sing it all day. Waymaker by Leland. God bless you. This is the day the Lord's made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. He's a wonderful God. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye.